Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. By tracking our unique monthly cycle, we can sync our activities for maximum effectiveness in every area of our life, including decluttering and living a more minimalist lifestyle. Decluttering can be emotional and physically demanding, and cycle syncing can ensure you are doing the right tasks at the right time to make the process easier and more enjoyable. Join me today for an in-depth discussion about this topic with registered nurse and fellow podcaster, Megan Rempel. Megan discusses how, as women, we have been gifted something pretty incredible with our monthly cycle. Our physiology, energy, focus, and emotional state are all impacted as we go through the four phases of our cycle every single month. For those of you that are new around here, I release bonus episodes with content that might not be enjoyable for every listener. So if this topic doesn't fit what you're looking for, join me back here next Tuesday for a conversation about hoarding that you do not want to miss. And as always, before we get to the conversation, leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. If you've listened to the latest episode of the podcast with author Luke Burgess, I'd love to know your thoughts. And I'd also love to know what your favorite episode has been so far. Leaving rating reviews is the best way you can help this podcast succeed and grow. Now let's get to the conversation with Megan. Megan, thank you so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Hey, Diane. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk with you today, but before we get into our conversation, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself to the listeners, and then I want to know, do you consider yourself to be a minimalist? Yeah. My name's Megan. I am a wife. I am a mom of four, and I've been a registered nurse for about 15 years. And on top of that, I'm also an online health and wellness coach and have been doing that for about seven years. And really, my passion is helping women to really just like tap into the energies of their cycle and begin to use their monthly cycle as a roadmap to be living a more, you know, productive, but less stressful and calm life. And I guess as far as your question, do I consider myself a minimalist? Um, I think in some ways I do. I very much like simplicity and I've never really had a lot of attachment to stuff. Um, I also have four kids, so they they have attachment to stuff, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I really just try to keep like a minimalist approach in all areas of my life, whether that's like actual physical stuff things. But also, you know, when it comes to my schedule, I like a lot of space. Um, When it comes to my life, I just I really like to um, have simplicity, which really, I think equals less things and just more, more time and more freedom. Absolutely. And I'm excited today because this is a topic I've never talked about before. After reading through some of your material on your Instagram and talking to you prior to this phone call, I think that we could apply our cycle when it comes to how we are setting up our month. It sounds kind of silly probably to some people, but when we are maybe not in the best frame of mind with our cycle, it might not be the best time to declutter. So there's just funny little things like this that I don't think people understand how much impact uh, would have on their day to day. So my first question to 
to you is how can we as women use our monthly cycles as a guide to help us as we're decluttering and simplifying our lives more effectively. And I I would say just with more ease. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think exactly what you said, decluttering and living a more minimalist lifestyle, it can be an emotional process and it can be actually physically draining. And, you know, women have maybe typically tried to create this kind of lifestyle previously and it seemed really hard and it didn't work. And they had full intentions of decluttering and getting rid of stuff and purging and just, you know, creating more space in their life but they found it really difficult and therefore never followed through. And the great thing is, is that our cycle can really be used to make decluttering easier and definitely more enjoyable because as we go through our month, you know, as women, we are going through four different phases in our cycle. So Most women know there's a time of the month where we can get pregnant and most of us know there's a time where we bleed. But really the interesting thing is that there's actually four distinct phases that we go through every single month. And all four of those phases really offer some magic. And there's things that we should be taking advantage of in those phases. And, you know, there's time for hustling and there's also time for rest. And, um, you know, there's times where you want to be more outwardly. And then there's times where you need to be more introverted and really nourish and take care of yourself. So kind of like that masculine versus feminine energy. And we go through that every single month. And, you know, prior to, you know, meeting you and and learning about your podcast, I'd never really thought too much about how minimalism and decluttering can fit into our cycle, but it actually fits in so well because if you were to all of a sudden embark, I'm the, I'm a person who gets super inspired when I hear a podcast or I watch a documentary on especially minimalism, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to declutter and purge and get rid of everything and totally change my life. But if you're in the wrong phase of your cycle, you might attempt to do that. But like I said earlier, you could potentially kind of fail at it because your brain isn't wired for that. Your energy levels are not where they should be. You might be a little bit more sentimental and emotional. So parting with, you know, some things around your house might feel really difficult and you would be a little bit hesitant to let go of certain things. Whereas in a different phase, it would be very easy to be like, no, we don't need that anymore. It has no use. Let's get rid of it. So interesting. And yeah, again, I don't think that most people would necessarily correlate that the two I guess that your cycle would have that much influence over you. But I think if you look back over your month, we do see the ebbs and flow of energy and how we're feeling. And especially like you said, when we are going through something that might be a little bit more sentimental to us, it's probably not the time when we're PMSing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So my next question for you would be, when should we focus on those certain activities around decluttering or simplifying and organizing in our monthly cycle? And is there really a best time to do certain activities? Yeah. So we'll start with like the menstrual phase because that's typically what most women are very familiar with. When we start bleeding, we go into our menstrual phase. It typically lasts anywhere from like three to five, seven days for most women. And this is when our hormones are at their absolute lowest. And so is your energy level. So when you think about that, 
you know, taking on like a big decluttering project, you don't want to be doing that in this phase because your energy levels just aren't going to support it. You're going to feel physically drained. You might get started and then be like, oh, forget it. We've all done that, right? We've started a little project and then been like, I totally regret starting this. I'm just not in it. So when you're in your menstrual phase, though, this is a great time for you to just start thinking about First of all, why do you want to declutter? Why do you want to live a more minimalist lifestyle? Why is that so important to you? And get some clarity on that. Because if we have a why behind you know, what we're about to do, we typically will stick to it a lot better. But this is when you know, you want to maybe start to collect things around the house and evaluate what has your family and, and yourself been using for the past 30 days or so. And start to just kind of collect things. You don't need to make any big decisions. This isn't the time for taking action or making big decisions, but it is the time just to get some clarity and just sort of have a plan in place for what and why you want to do these things. After you stop bleeding, you go into what we call the follicular phase. So this is sort of like, if you think of mother nature and the seasons that we go through, you know, I'm in Canada, so I'm definitely experiencing all four seasons. Mm -hmm. So, you know, menstrual would be your winter season and the follicular phase. So right after is your spring. So think of what happens in your spring phase. You're excited, you're energetic, your energy levels and hormone levels are rising. So you're feeling really inspired. And this is always when we are really wired to start new projects. We're excited to take on new tasks and execute a plan. So this always happens right after we stop bleeding. And this phase lasts for anywhere from about seven to 10 days. Um, so this is when you want to take action. You you thought about it. You did some brainstorming. You made a little bit of a plan in your menstrual phase. And now you're like ready to go. You're like energizer bunny, like I'm doing this. And then after the follicular phase, we head into what we call the ovulatory phase. So a lot of women are familiar with this phase. This is, you know, your fertile phase. It only lasts for about three, four or five days for most women. But this is when we are like the most energetic, the most excited. We are magnetic and we're also really good at communicating to other people, but specifically to our family members. So this is when you would want to get your, your family on board for whatever it is that you're wanting to tackle, whether it's just simply reorganizing something or you're wanting to like really just make some big changes within the house. Because your excitement's high and you're kind of like magnetic, this is always when people are going to be like, okay, sure. Like you can almost convince people to do things in this phase because you are really just magnetic. So this is when you want to talk to your family, get them on board, because that's a big piece to this, right? Is having your family sort of support this decision and be aware of what it is that you want to take on. And then after the, well, actually I'll say in the ovulatory phase though, even though we're so excited and we're like taking action and we're getting everyone on board, there is a, a darker side to that as well when it comes to decluttering. Because we're feeling so good, this is often when we are tempted to shop and we're tempted to like do some retail therapy because so interesting. we feel good. We look good. Like we actually feel more attractive and we actually are more attractive in this phase. And when we feel that good, 
sometimes we're like, let's go get some new outfits because I'm feeling sexy. I feel like I look good. You might want to pick up some extra things for around the home to make you feel even better. So we have to kind of like be aware of that. You might get the impulse to go out and actually bring more things into your home instead of, you know, what you're actually working towards is, is decluttering. And then after the ovulatory phase, we go into the luteal phase, which is essentially your fall phase. So this can last anywhere from about 10 to 14 days. So it's the longest phase that we have, and it brings us right up to our bleed again. So this is typically when women experience PMS. It's sort of like the icky phase. You know, most women don't like how they feel the week or so before their period. They feel emotional, um, you know, cravings are out of control. They have all those PMS type symptoms. This is actually such a magical phase though. And it really is, is my phase and my favorite phase. We are naturally wired to declutter and organize in this phase. And, you know, when I first sort of started to learn about cycle syncing, the thing that made the most sense to me was this phase because I could always think about, you know, last month or the month before, there was always this time in the month where I felt so determined to clean out the pantry or to organize the linen closet. It would just take over me and it would be this like almost nesting that we have before we have children. Like I got to do this. It's got to get done before anything else. And so that's what sort of happens to us in the luteal phase where we're getting ready for our winter phase again. We're, we're kind of hunkering down. So we want to, we want to finish up our projects in this phase. This is when we're really wired for like completion and finishing things up. This isn't when you would want to start a project though. So if you're not quite ready to wrap things up in this phase, like wrap up a decluttering project, you probably just want to take a little bit of a break because in this phase, we're more emotional, right? So if you're trying to purge and and get rid of some things in your home, you might be like, oh, but that was a gift from so-and-so, or that reminds me of when we took that beach vacation. And you might be a little bit hesitant to get rid of things. Whereas in your other phases, you'd be like, oh no, that's fine. I don't need that. That holds no meaning to me. So just being aware of some of our emotional ups and downs in, in our different phases will really help us to execute and to, you know, really begin to live a more minimal, minimal lifestyle when it comes to the actual like things in our life. All of this was so interesting. And like I said, when we were tossing around this idea, I wondered how it would apply. And I can just totally see that within my own life. And when you're getting to that last phase where you said you need to wrap up projects, it definitely makes me think of when you're in somewhat of a nesting phase, wanting to like clear everything and just get everything organized, set so that you don't have to worry about it when you're in that phase where you said you're resting. Yeah, exactly. How has discovering and using your monthly cycle as a guide helped you personally to transform just from being exhausted and overwhelmed to creating a more simple and intentional life? I was that typical woman who wore busy as a badge of honor. I really prided myself on being able to do all the things all the time for everyone. And, you know, I could do it on very little sleep as well. I thought that was really a status and I prided myself on, on living that way. And I felt like I was on a hamster wheel of just going, 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 
doing, doing, doing. And I was feeling exhausted. And also like I was failing at a lot of different areas of my life. And, you know, what I realized was, is I was so disconnected from myself. I was so disconnected from my body and my feminine energy that that was a big part of why I felt so disconnected from the people in my life, especially my children. How are we supposed to connect with the little people in our life and our family members when we're not even connected to ourselves? I was going at such a speed that I really couldn't keep up with it. And I would kind of beat myself up at certain times throughout the month because while some weeks everything felt really easy and I felt like I was on fire and, you know, um, I was like crushing goals and checking things off my to-do list. And then at other times of the month, I felt so just off and I felt emotional and I felt like a failure. And I started to question everything that I was doing with my business and with parenting, like everything. And I would beat myself up instead of just realizing, okay, I'm in a different phase of my cycle. My hormones are lower. This is, this is okay for me to be feeling this way. I would beat myself up and say, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing like, why are you feeling like this last week? You could do all the things. Why can't you do all the things this week, Megan? Like put your big girl pants on and keep going, keep pushing. Um, You have no reason to feel this way. And that would lead to self-sabotage in so many different areas of my life. And when I discovered just the magic of our cycle, things just became so much easier. And I could really maximize on those higher energy phases and, you know, get more things done and do the right things in those phases. And then I would be able to take advantage of the lower energy phases of my cycle where I could take care of myself a little bit better and, you know, fill my cup and really tap into that feminine energy. And in the process that created so much space for myself, so much time for myself. And I think that's a big part of living a more minimalistic life is just having, you know, of course, less stuff in your surroundings, but also just feeling like you're in this more calm and aligned place and, you know, scheduling things in your calendar that makes sense in certain phases and taking things off your list when they're just not the right time to execute on those things. I was wondering if for you applying this mindset towards just how you're living your day-to-day life. Okay. How do I rephrase this? So I would say that some people might have the perspective that I am overthinking all the time because I am talking about these systems that I've implemented and how before I go shopping for something, I have the questions that I ask myself. And so to some people that might be overthought and how I live my day-to-day life. But at this point, because I've been doing this for so long, I don't have to think about it. It's just become natural to me. So have you felt that way? Just being aware of the different parts of your cycle, is that second nature to you at this point? Um, Yes and no. It's still okay. something that I have to be conscious of. And, um, you know, I probably, I would say for probably two years now, I've really been implementing cycle syncing. And it's not something that you can just, you know, in one day change all the areas of your life. I started just with, you know, first of all, my movement. And then I started with my nutrition. And then I started with my to-do list. And then I looked at my business activities and I started to make tweaks there. And I looked at my parenting and 
there's so many different areas. Well, every single area of our life is affected by our cycle because we are a different version week to week. We're not like men. Men run on a 24-hour clock. We run on a 28-day clock. So we literally are a different version week to week. And I get caught up sometimes in doing the wrong things in the wrong phase, which is okay. There's a lot of things that are out of our control. Like I said, I'm a nurse. And when I was in my menstrual phase just a few days ago, I had a night shift scheduled. Well, I still have to work the night shift. I can't call in and say, sorry, this doesn't align with my with my cycle right now. I still have to go. So there's things that are always going to be out of our control. But just having that awareness, I think that's what's become natural to me is having the awareness of, oh, that's why I'm feeling this way. That's why this feels difficult. Or that's why this feels really easy right now. And being able to just give myself grace And give myself permission to feel a certain way and um, just be okay with that. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that it just, I guess my question that would have been a lot more straightforward, does this come more natural to you now that you've been practicing it for a while? Because minimalism has become that for me. It's been something I've been aware of. So I feel like I don't have to think as much. Sure. There's still like the the thinking involved because you're trying to live an intentional, thoughtful life. But I guess it just some of these elements I don't have to think about as hard, I I guess. Yeah. I would say, I would say the exact thing, like Mm -hmm. it does come natural to me. And when I introduce women to this concept, it's like, what? They're just seem like it's, it's brand new information and something that maybe they've never been exposed to before. And I always say, once you know, you can't unknow. It's almost Mm -hmm. like when you start living, you know, a minimalist lifestyle, you can't imagine ever going back. Right. And, you know, it just feels so good. And I think that's the same with cycle thinking. Like it just feels so good. And it's never been this extra thing that I've had to put on my plate. It Mm -hmm. actually has created more space on my plate, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. So my question for you is where can listeners find you if they want to connect and hear more? Yeah. So my favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. So my handle is at Megan Rumpel four. And I really just, I love Like, I'm so passionate about this as you are with minimalism. Mm -hmm. Um, I could just speak about cycle syncing all the time. And I do on my stories. I'm constantly sharing, you know, where I'm at in my own cycle to be able to give um, some tips and some insight. I do a lot of content about the different phases and you can really learn a lot. I think from following someone on Instagram and absorbing content, I do believe you can change your life just from following certain people and and taking advantage of what they put out there. Um, I also have like a freebie in my Instagram bio. So you can click on that and it will actually give you some like really solid starting tips on learning about cycle syncing and implementing it. So you can implement some things like right away. I keep it very simple um, because I never wanted this to be complicated. When I first learned about cycle syncing and started looking into it, I was overwhelmed because there was so much information out there and it all, it was like so focused on hormones and like, you know, what's happening inside of your body with all of your organs and whatnot. And while that interested me from a nursing perspective, it actually was like, 
confusing and overwhelming. And I thought this just needs to be simplified. Like what do women need to do? Like what should they do in certain phases? I just wanted the actual information. So that's what I hope I can provide to women is just the simple information, the things they need to know and not a bunch of like hormone talk and whatnot. Like, let's just figure out like we all have a lot going on in our life. Let's just, how can we implement these things now so that we can create more space, we can get more done with less stress and just live a much more calm and aligned life. That's a great message. Well, Megan, thank you again for coming on and bringing this to my attention. I, again, I, I wouldn't have thought through this as much until you had brought it to my attention. So thank you for sharing with all the listeners. I appreciate your time today. Oh, well, thank you, Diane, for having me. I, I appreciate and I'm honored to be a guest on your podcast. What did you think of the episode? I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find links to the Instagram account, Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less.